Where have all the flowers gone? Long time passing. Where have all the flowers gone? Okay, here we are then. Uh, you might think it's autumn, but it's not. It's high summer <laughs> on the Isle of Man. Uh, and we've just had our little heat wave. And today, a lovely blue sky, but a true Manx weather. Blue sky and a howling gale. At least it's not cold, uh, I must admit. Which is one thing, I dare say. But equally, it is a little bit blustery for what we were intending to do and have a quick paddle around. So I've met up with Hannah from the uh, Manx Wildlife Trust. Good afternoon to you. Hello. And we're, um, so this is our little project out the back of Manx Radio. So for anyone who's ever been up to Manx Radio, they've seen the building at the top of the hill there, the old black satanic mill, can't miss it. Uh, you have seen the grass area to the right, which is always mown. And then behind the building, there is a little bank of grass, which basically backs onto the back of the station, which has hitherto been somewhat featureless. Just sort of gets mown every so often and sits there looking neither one thing nor the other, which is sort of fine. But we thought, wouldn't it be nice if we could try and make that a little bit more attractive, a bit more att attractive for wildlife, a bit more attractive for the environment, ticking into the biosphere as well, of course, good for birds, bugs, bees and all the rest. And by dint, making it a more attractive sort of area for flowers and for people to enjoy. So this is what we're going to attempt to do. So it's something that might take a year or two, but basically it's not that difficult to try and encourage wildlife back into these sort of areas. No, it's definitely not. And this is something we're trying to encourage businesses to do uh, all over the island. Um, at Manx Wildlife Trust, we have a Team Wilder campaign, which is getting people to live alongside wildlife wherever they can. And um, trying to encourage a wildflower meadow, either into your garden or a patch of grass next to your workplace, is a really great way of doing that. So I think this is a really good um, experiment and something that hopefully can lead the way for other local businesses and people. Fingers crossed. Well, I'll tell you what, if we don't get blown away, should we see if we can stagger onto the patch here it, <laughs> uh, into the grass itself and see what we can see here at the moment? I mean, there's a patch of sort of thistles right above, mm. right in front of us. Presumably, you're not necessarily wanting to keep those. No, so I think it's worth saying that we are looking at this um, wildflower meadow right at the end of the season. So you'd normally cut these meadows um, in July, um, at the end of July. So we really are right at the end. And so the things that we're going to be seeing now are the plants that can compete with the, the grasses because the, the grass has got very long and the wildflowers that you'd sort of see in May have now sort of disappeared and Done gone that. over. Yeah, yeah. And I will say that because I came and visited you uh, in May That's right. and I remember seeing things like um, bird foot trefoil and I think there was some speedwell and there you know I only was walking past it but it's worth saying that there were um, a lot of species that we we definitely won't be seeing today um, but yes at the moment uh, creeping thistle is uh, one of the main things that we can see and there's also some ragwa over there um, from where I am now but we have yet to step onto the grass so okay let's do it then let's go and have a puddle up here and see what we can do Now Hannah's going to have to watch her feet because she's got sandals on going through these thistles. <laughs> Don't get spiked. Right, let's head up here. So 
So as Hannah was saying, it is quite late in the season, so it's, this is going to be all trimmed down shortly. Uh, so, yes, we were up earlier on and we uh, did a little piece looking around. There's a few nettles in front of us. Uh, well, mind you, nettles aren't a bad thing to have knocking around. No, definitely not. Nettles um, are really good for uh, butterflies and other pollinators as well. Not a bad thing, although um, normally full under the sort of the category of a weed, but a weed's just something in the wrong place, really. It is. Okay, let's just have a paddle over here, see if there's much else. We are a little bit late. Uh, a few docks, uh, a dandelion or two knocking around. And uh, let's see down here, is there anything else? Whoa, quite spongy. <laughs> a few more thistles, right, they're going to have to come down. Okay. Ooh. Right. So there's not a huge amount to see at the moment other than our, whoops, other than our trusty thistles and uh, a few uh, plantains and what's this down here? Yeah, what I call snapdragons. I can never remember the real name. We did pass. We did pass something as we were coming down, which um, I think it's got the strange name of a, a bladder campion. Bladder camp. Yes, yes. Because yes. of the the flower that it looks like a bladder, and that's sort of. Can you see in the distance? There's those sort of white ball things. I got it. Yeah. So those would have been a quite nice little white flower um, a bit earlier in the season. Okie dokie. So let's uh, just we'll just go down a little bit here then. Uh, oh, there's something down the bottom. Let's go and take a look at that. So it is quite uh, late on. A bit of gorse, obviously, and a bit of shrubs around the side there. And then we'll come down a little bit towards the uh, oops, towards the wall. Now I think there was a. Uh, you okay? <laughs> yeah, it's fine. It's a bit. Uh, it's a little bit steep coming round. I think there was a vague effort to do a little bit of wild flowering around this bottom yeah. area here a while back, where there's a couple of other bits and pieces. And gravel garden or yeah something. i think so someone had a little attempt at one stage so what are we going to do um this is needs to in essence then be trimmed right back here we are now coming towards the end of july so basically by the end of the month we need to get this really sort of trimmed or at least mown right back down probably trimmed down here and sort of bring it back as short as we can yeah so typically um when you're doing your wildflower meadow at home when it gets to july and the end of the season you um cut it back really short and then you um, remove uh, the cuttings. Um, in traditional um, haymaking, you'd leave the cuttings in place for maybe a couple of days and it would allow the seeds to drop and um, then they've dropped and they can regrow next year. Obviously, it depends on how feasible that is where you are. Um, I imagine if you left the cuttings here, they would just blow away into the Irish Sea. Um, so you might just have to remove them straight away. I think there's that chance. I mean, if you can leave them for a day or two, I believe that's good and just see if you can get some seeds to drop out. Yeah, definitely. I mean, that's ideal, but it, it does depend. And the thing is, when you've got these sort of conditions, I imagine quite a lot of the seeds will have sort of fallen and blown anyway. So, yeah. As you say, probably blown out to sea by now. Yeah, <laughs> I think so. Yeah, we're not blown out first. But, uh, yeah, so, but, so this will need to be um, cut short um, very soon. And then off the back of that then, is that a case of just leaving it then really for the rest of the season? Yeah, so you'd leave it and just cut it as normal now until spring. Um, in autumn you can sow some more wildflower seeds um, for next year. And I actually have um, some yellow rattle seeds for you today. Um, yellow rattle is semi-parasitic parasitic, um, and it means that wildflowers can more easily compete for space. So the time to sow the yellow rattle will be what, later early autumn time? Yeah, in autumn, um, it, it needs a cold snap to sort of 
um, bring it out of dormancy. So if you sow it in autumn, then it has winter and that brings it out of its dormancy and then um, it will start growing in the, in the spring. Uh, I think there's some people who kind of keep it inside and then put it in their fridges and then sow it in spring, but it seems a lot easier just to do it in autumn. <laughs> I'm with you there. Now that I did bring along my trusty pH meter, so it's a good idea to get an idea of what the sort of pH of your soil is. Yeah, definitely. It has a massive impact on what species will be growing. So. Right, here we are. A little bit of shelter around the side. So we're just going to see if we can use my trusty pH meter and I have to say this is a vintage model it doesn't actually say two two and six on the back but it might as well because I've had it for a wee while and uh, in theory if we stick it into the soil it should give us a if we can get it in anywhere a vague reading oops pretty compacted down here hmm that is hard soil <laughs> oh, the, all right, we do Has have it. A, changed? Yeah, it's gone down to 6.5 there. Oh, no. 6.5, I think, is meant to be pretty good. Yeah. Mm. Have a go and see if you can get it around the orange. Yes, not the easiest thing. It is rock hard, this soil. Not help by the fact, of course, we've had a very, for the Isle of Man, very prolonged dry mm. spell. And this is pretty clay based soil, I think. So it's pretty tough stuff when it's dry. No, I can't get it much more than uh, yeah. a millimetre. It's, it's staying around. It did move down to around about 6.5 there. I mean, I'm guessing it's not going to be massively. Yeah, it's just moved a tad, I would say, below onto the acid size, which yeah. is more or less what I expect, yeah. I'd imagine. We could try one other patch and see if there's a slightly softer patch anywhere. Uh, up towards the grasses maybe, what do you reckon? That sounds good. Yeah, let's do it. Let's see. We'll just soften it up a bit with a bit of water. Okay, here we go then, let's try again. Okay. Oh yeah, there's slight movement. Yeah, it has about yeah, just a, just below seven. I mean we might take a sample away and take it away and get it tested. Yeah, so well, that's a good idea. You can see how accurate your 25-year-old um, <laughs> At least. probe is. 25, I think, is probably being complimentary. <laughs> probably 35, yeah. I think. But yeah, uh, I'm assuming it still works. I was absolutely delighted I could find it. It has definitely moved slightly to the acid side. Mm. And bearing in mind it's going to be a clayish soil, I'd imagine this probably would be slightly acidic rather than alkaline, would be my guess. But So I would say somewhere around about 6.5-ish to 7 according to pH tester 1980 and 70 <laughs> vintage. So we can take a little sample as well and we'll get the experts onto it and see whether this uh, any anything like accurate. Okay, that sounds like a plan. Well, there we go. So there's a starting point for our little uh, wildflower project here. Uh, hopefully it's going to, um, in time, I mean, what are we talking about timescale? So what you think before you see a difference if you're doing this sort of thing, so we, here we are, we've done our testing now, we'll get this trim back, we'll put some yellow rattle down in autumn, say, perhaps, and we'll uh, come back and have a little chat then, then leave it the winter. So are we talking about a year, two years before you see any great difference? Yeah, I think it, it depends on how nutrient-rich the soil is so um, and how how much of an impact the yellow rattle has. So I think, you know, next year when we start seeing how much yellow rattle comes up, that will, that will kind of 
prove a lot. I normally want the soil to be not as rich. It's, it's for the wildflowers, a sort of poorer soil is better. Yeah, definitely. So um, things like the, sort of the nettles and the thistles um, really like, and certain types of grasses really like sort of nutrient-rich soil. And it just means that they get ahead and outcompete anything else. Um, they just grow up much faster and don't give much else a chance. So yeah, nutrient-poor um, is what we're hoping for. Lovely. Well, there we go. Thanks for popping up today. Uh, sorry you didn't get blown <laughs> almost got blown away. <laughs> but you can never tell on the Isle of Man what the weather's going to be doing when you're out and about. You've just got to make the most of it, I guess. So, uh, right, we'll take a little sample then. Uh, Hannah will take that off to uh, what we'll euphemistically call the laboratory. Uh, but... And we'll get a little sample of a soil sample uh, elsewhere and see if that marries up and that will give us a good steer on what sort of pH we've got. And then in a few weeks, hopefully this or a week or two time, this will all be strimmed down and then raked off and then just sort of mown or kept standard length for the rest of the season. And we'll put some yellow rattle in later this year. So uh, podcast-wise, we'll talk to you then. Where have all the flowers gone? Young girls pick them every one When will they ever learn? When will they ever learn?